Well, hello everyone. Good morning. Welcome to another episode of Psychopath with me, Dremo. I hope, how first of all, I hope everyone enjoyed the podcast I did yesterday. Um, it was fun. I had I had a great time. It was fun. It got it got a little messy. It got a little messy. You know what he did. But had I known the situation, I wouldn't have shared any names. But at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck. Because my journey is my motherfucking journey. And his is his. So it is what it is. Um, I want to come on today because I feel like a lot of the listeners, not my day ones. My day ones that fuck with me, I know. But the ones who don't. Even, even, even you know what? Even for my day ones. <clears throat> I'm stuffy. Y'all already know the deal. Y'all already know. You're going to hear it. You're going to hear it. Um, I am in the comfort of my own home and in my bedroom. And my baby's with her dad. But um, I feel like even for my new listeners and my old, I didn't really give a full breakdown of me. I just always talk about my life and just the things. Like, you know what I'm saying? Especially with my baby father. Like, you know what I'm saying? Unfortunately... He's just been somebody that's been consistently around for six years on top of my best friend, stuff like that. It was consistent. It was on and off, though. But like consistently him, six years, almost six years. The roughest patch we've had was in 2020. And obviously that has hurt me a lot. So that's just that. But I just want to explain just like my life and just where I'm pretty much from and what I wanted to do leading up to this. So, for those of you who don't know, and, and if you're a newbie, maybe you should watch this first, then watch the pilot. Because I just feel like you, you guys pick and choose which, which episode to watch. Watch. Listen, because I'm not on the visuals. I said audio yesterday. I'm not, I'm not visual yet. But you guys are, like, picking and choosing which episode to listen to. So, it, it kind of, like, throws it off. It's not really, like, a timeline. But in a way, it is. Especially when it comes to the relationship I have with um, my baby father, whatever. And just with the friends and just my life. So, here I go. Dremo. Okay, my name is Andrea. My middle name is Monique. Dre, Andrea, Dre, and Monique. Dremo. That's how I got the name. I'm 31 years old. My birthday is March 29th, 1991. I put out a lot of information, but hey, it's easy for Wikipedia. Because like I said, this shit gonna... It's going to blow. I don't want to. Anyways. So. My birthday is March 29, 1991. I was born and raised in Bridgeport, Connecticut. I am from the projects. I grew up in the projects. Again. My mother was on a low income beast. Housing. So, you know, she was a single mother. She had to do what she had to do. A lot of this is maybe a little reiteration, but I'm just, I'm just explaining it. I'm trying to explain everything in one nutshell. So everybody get a feel of what the f- fuck it is and what the fuck i do and just my purpose of 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 the podcast um single mother so you know she had to do she had to do i have a brother from my mom's side and i have multiple siblings from my father's side father did not raise me like i said mother single mother so a lot of issues stem from that my mother was a great mother but she had her ways and then i feel like as we got older she kind of gave up on us so a lot of issues stem from that so and then just being a product of my environment being in the projects being around hood motherfuckers and just and just living in that mentality that shit 
played a part in a lot of my shit too. So, you know, growing up, I had a lot of issues that I think we all can just kind of like relate to no matter where you lived and whatever. Like everybody has a story to tell. Everyone has something that they feel like they can share as a hardship. So I'm just sharing mine. So, you know, growing up, it wasn't always the best. Again, there was times where, you know, I didn't feel like I was someone who, you know what I'm saying, when guys liked girls, I, I felt like I wasn't the one that the girls liked, the girls that the guys liked, you know, shit like that, whatever. I grew up, now I'm an adult. Um, I, all, fast forward, high school, I was always good at high school, I'm always in my work, even in school and period, like, I would sometimes follow like younger years so like maybe like in, in elementary school i went to roosevelt elementary school by the way um then i went to lewis marin then i went to curiel then i went back to lewis marin and i graduated from there pretty much um only because my mother was consistently moving like and, but again that's explained in trauma but predominantly my whole life i went to roosevelt that's on the south in the bridgeport i'm from the south of the bridgeport i'm south then till i'm gonna die period but um yeah, so I always was good in school, whatever. I would sometimes try to follow to be down, be in a crowd. As a youngin, because I feel like a lot of people do that when they're trying to find when they're trying to find their identity. I wasn't always antisocial. I had a big group of friends at one point in life. You know what I mean? It was a lot of us at one point in life. But as I learned that people could just be messy, I just learned also that like, you know what I'm saying? I I just don't mesh well with this shit. So I just kinda like fell back from a lot of people which i've done some messy things in my life i've done some phony things in my life i've done some not so great things in my life but i'm a realized bitch and just to just just to like share that we're all growing you know what i mean fast forward to high school high school was good you know what i mean i feel like i was pretty no and i wasn't popular like i never wanted to be popular let's let's make that very clear i never wanted to be popular i never wanted to be popular motherfuckers knew me because like i said i'm from the hood i'm from the south end i hung out with a a lot of people who known a lot of people you know what i'm saying a lot of the niggas that are quote-unquote popping from the south end like i mean i probably know them probably i definitely i mean really from the south end not the ones who just started hanging out there i mean really just from out there that grew up out there like you know what i'm saying like a lot of the ones that's popping at the bitches like and all that stuff, the younger bitches too. <laughs> that was a little bit of shade. But I'm um, like, yeah, I know them like personally. Like, you know what I'm saying? So like, of course you're known because you're from a certain side of town. You're from the project, you're from this. I mean, my cousin who, you know what I'm saying? Who would be and who has been incarcerated like a lot of the time in and out of his life. He pretty much is like a kind of like a popular person. So like people know me off the strength of him, my brother from my mother's side raps and stuff like that and um you know he's a very outgoing person he's a virgo you know y'all niggas is crazy too but um, <laughs> he's he's always been outgoing he always had knew a lot of people i mean you can't even walk down the street without him dapping a nigga up. oh what up, what up what up what up what up like you know what i'm saying so it's always like that so like you know what i'm saying so a lot of people knew me off the strength of him like oh you so-and-so sister oh you so-and-so cousin boom whatever that's kind of like how i like you know what i'm saying and just me being who i am so i was like wasn't popular but i know i was known and you know what i'm saying and even if you didn't know my name if you knew my face okay yeah i saw her before yeah i know yeah she went to basic i went to basic high school um made it all the way up to about 12th grade dropped out like a dummy it is what it is dropped out of high school because i got with a guy um again i never had like really i was never the girl that had the little boyfriends of high school none of that shit. i was always a hardcore 
just mm, my mother was a single mother all i saw her was just with her so i thought the shit was just normal to just be pretty much alone like you get what i'm saying so and it, like and as i stated yesterday in the podcast which i hope you guys listen to listen to this listen to the pilot then you can listen to whatever episode you kind of like want to listen to because it, it gives a great like timeline of who i am but like yeah so um I, my mother was a single mother, so all I saw was her just kind of like doing it alone. So I thought it was normal doing shit alone. Not saying you need a man or a woman to validate you or complete you. Like, no, like you should be able to do things on your own. But my thing is, like, I thought it was normal to just not be. How can I say it? It's not loved because, like, I don't really know how I'm trying to articulate it. But, like, I thought it was normal to just be alone all the time. To just not have love, to just not pursue anyone. I thought the shit was normal. And then when guys would try to pursue me, I didn't know how to receive it because I never seen it. I never seen my mother get loved correctly. I never seen her in a relationship because when she did, she went fucking nuts. And I know I also did not want to be that. So I always refrained from that. So I was a fucking weirdo. Again, I've mentioned that in the podcast. I'm a fucking weirdo, okay? I was weird. I was weird. Like I said, I would talk to dudes, but then I see them and face to face and I wouldn't say nothing to them because I was so fucking just, one, I was so fucking shy, but I, but again, I it was abnormal for me. So I dropped out. I got a boyfriend. I went nuts. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I dropped out. I mean, obviously, I'm in college. I'm getting my um degree. So like, you know what I mean? I obviously went back to school. Like I didn't, you know what I mean? But I had a boyfriend I went crazy over him. Literally allowed so much shit to happen. Like he was older than me. He definitely took advantage of the fact that I was young. I don't want to put a lot of blame on him, but he took advantage of the fact that I was young and whatever the fuck he can pretty much manipulate and use me for, he kind of like did. You know what I mean? And that's just no shade to him, but that's just kind of like what it was in my relationship. And again, I was I was that was that was my boyfriend. I wasn't his girlfriend. I was just somebody that he was fucking with when he wanted to. And again, I mentioned that in the podcast. I'm not going to touch on that. Break up, boom, boom, whatever. Yeah, obviously, I went back to school, got my shit, went to college, left college because I wasn't. I went to college again. I left college because I just wasn't ready. I still was that at this point. I'm in party mode. Like you know what I mean. I'm just like. F-R-E-E, you know what I mean? Like, so, like, I was kind of, like, in my whole phase. Now, a whole phase, to me, my definition is just a person, man or woman, out having fun. Whether you're fucking, you're going on dates, whatever the fuck it is. Like, a whole phase, you're just having fun. You're not tied to anyone. You're just, no emotions to no one. You're just having fucking fun. I had a time in my life for years of course, of course, there has been guys that I kind of got emotionally attached to and I got played plenty of times. I've got played plenty of times. OK, so like I've I've been near I've been on almost every receiving end of the fucking like spectrum. I've been a side bitch knowingly, unknowingly, um, like I knew niggas like I, said, I knew niggas had girlfriends. I didn't give a fuck at some point. yes. Yes, my subconscious mind would always say, Drea, this is wrong. Drea, this is wrong. Drea, this is wrong. I'm Drea. I should have said that. I'm Drea, but my brain is Dremo. You can call me whatever the fuck you want to call me, but like my day ones and shit like that, the people who know me, who grow with me, even if we don't really speak like that, like I said, all my hood niggas, 
I don't really talk to them like that. But I'm Drea. Period. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, like, Drea, like, I know... Like, you know what I'm saying? That's not right. That's not right. But then you're young. You don't, you also don't care. But I was never a R nigga, R nigga. Nah, like, I knew my place too. Like, I wouldn't do the most. Like, I wouldn't do the most. Would I be in my feelings sometimes? Of course. What women don't, okay? We, women, we act off emotion. Some men too. But I'm speaking for women because I am a woman. We act off emotion. I knew I always wanted to, like, talk. As I started getting older and older and and then realizing, like, you know, I don't really want to be in my whole phase like that. I wanted to, like, be in a relationship. So I would just kind of, like, you know, I just kind of, like, just started just being celibate and shit like that. And just not really, you know what I mean? Whatever. Again, I stated that in a lot of the podcasts as well. Um, But as far as, like, you know, my journey to this podcast, to, 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 to coming into this content stuff, I mean, it's taking me years. I was always into, like, fashion, still into fashion. I still want to tap into my fashion bag because, like, it was just something that I enjoyed. Um, I always, like, always loved to look good. You know, once my mother passed, it just kind of, like, was, it, it, it died. When my, mother, when my mother died, all my passion, everything died with her. But I'm still alive. That shit has to come back. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's slowly but surely coming back. But anyways, um, I always knew I wanted to talk. I wanted to be a lawyer. However, I'm a product of my environment. I am a bitch from the hood. So I kind of got into that life. So I got straight away. I had got some dick for the first time in my life. That shit drove me nuts. I dropped out of school. You know what I'm saying? Like, so... And then it's the politics, the politics behind being a lawyer. Again, I believe in God. Um, I'm not going to spit a whole bunch of religion out here because that's just not what I do. But I believe in God. And some lawyers be taking oaths and they're lying under oaths. And I mean, they're lying under God. And, you know, it just, it's a lot. A lot ties into that. So I kind of like, you know, straight away from that route. But growing up, even like in my teenage years and even in my, my, my younger adult years or whatever, a lot of people will always say, like, yo, you got a good voice for radio. You should be on the radio. Or you should just do something radio. Like, you should, you should be on live doing something. You should be doing something with your voice because you got a voice for it. I stated in one of my podcasts, like, a lot of my insecurities, you know, I had wide shoulders. So a lot of um, people would tease me for that. I would be called linebacker and shit like that. You know, I still got wide shoulders. But now I'm, I'm a grown, so I, I know how to embrace it and whatever. Um, um, and my voice, I always had a deeper voice. So I was very insecure about my voice. So I'm just like, I don't, I don't really know about that. Like, and then I'd be like, you know, as the years went by, like I'm anti, like what the fuck do I don't really want to talk to nobody. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't want nobody to fucking hear me. I don't want that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I just was like, so like, nah, like, nah, like even just with being a lawyer, like, nah, I don't want to do none of that shit. I don't want to talk because like, you could debate. You know how to fucking argue. I'll argue a motherfucker down. Like, what? Like, you know what I'm saying? I see points of views from everybody's points of view. Like, everyone's points of view. Even if it's, like, something that somebody did Even if somebody did something really bad. Like, I try to see the point of view on why the fuck they did that. Not justifying it, but just see probably why they may have done it. You know what I mean? So, like, all that ties into, like, just me talking. So, fast forward, whatever, you know, um whole phase met a guy i was talking to a guy jail bay he was a really cool guy um he went to jail boom boom whatever ended up getting 
getting back in contact with my baby father. And it just went from there. He's been consistent for six years in my life. Like I said, it was toxic. It was tumultuous. It was a lot. We cheated on one another. Because cheating is something you don't want your significant other to know. So, yes, I could be an adult and said I've cheated because me talking to Joe Bay and him not knowing. It would have, you know what I'm saying? It was a form of, it's a form of cheating. You know what I mean? He didn't know. I kept it a secret because I know he would have been mad, especially with it being him because of the history. So, like, what I've, um, so it is kind of selfish to me to kind of like would still be upset about the fact that I was cheated on. You know what I mean? Again, the, it, it, it's just the fact of how everything went and how, you know, I was pregnant and how I found out and how I stated how, I didn't feel protected. Even throughout all the toxic shit, I didn't feel protected when a motherfucker came for me. And unfortunately, I just hate being so tied. Not even tied because, like, as I said, I don't give a fuck about the bitch or nothing like that. But I just hate how it just, like, a lot of people I associate myself with is just associated, like, with her. And it just comes up. Like, it's just annoying. Like, you know what I mean? Um, again, the content crown, I mean, Soto, he did some messy shit yesterday, which I didn't agree with, but at the same time, it was him doing something for him. You know what I mean? But I just don't want nobody to think I'm super pressed about anything because I'm fucking not apparent. Um, unfortunately, the journey I was on, it just so happened that certain people were a part of it indirectly not even just with me but people who have i've been associated with so it's just it is what it is like never pressed never none of that i just really do truly honestly wish everyone nothing but well wishes because like the fucking shit i've went through over the past year just mentally just not even just the shit with my baby father and friends and family just mentally just mentally i don't ever want anybody to feel that to feel that way ever You know what I mean? Because that shit was not a fucking cool thing. So, going forward with that, my initial um, reason for just creating this podcast... Well, one, I always talked about it. Even after after I had my daughter, I saw life differently. I mean, it's just like a flame just went underneath my ass. Like, bitch get it together but then i didn't i fucking sunk into a hole i sunk into a hole because i one didn't have the support two it was tumultuous and i was mad you know like i said my baby father was a punching bag at some points in my life too during this year three everybody who claimed they were supporting me was wasn't there like i mean they weren't there and and i know i was a hard individual to deal with as far as like after having her, but I mean, like, a text, I just want to make sure you're good, it wasn't even that, it was more like, the people that were there, it was just more like, they'll make shit about them, or they'll try to tell me what I should be doing, and it's kind of like, yo, I, don't tell me what to do, especially when it comes to my child, because it's like, that shit just, it just irritates me, now, not so much, I know how to ignore her, being that she's been here for almost two years, Tony, 
Soto spilt that yesterday too. Tony has been here for two years. So I'm getting used to it. Like, you know what I'm saying? People, because people are going to have their opinions. And sometimes the opinions aren't going to come out. Not so great. How you like it? Let me take a sip of my water. Hold on. My mouth is dry. And Tony ain't here. And after this, I'm about to clean my house. I was supposed to do it last night, but I got in late last night. I got in like around 10 o'clock. And it was dark as shit when I drove. <laughs> but um, and I, but I wasn't sc- and I wasn't that scared. And it's crazy, like it's so crazy. But um, yeah. So like, I, I forgot what I was saying. Oh my god, I think I. Oh my god. So um, the podcast. I feel like I was saying something about the. Po- I don't fucking know if I'm repeating or repeating. But yeah, I want to do the podcast after I have my daughter. Yeah, mentally, I wish everybody would because the shit I went through mentally. Yes, the people that was there. I said my baby father was a punch bag. The people that was there. I just feel like they weren't, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't really genuine. It wasn't really shit like that. So, like, when I sunk so deep, yeah, I sunk deep into a hole. Yeah. Okay, there we go. This is, listen, this is transparency. I sunk deep into a hole because, like, after I had my daughter put fire in my ass, but then after I had my daughter, I just really sunk deep because I didn't have the support. Like I said, I was going through shit with my baby daddy. Just, like I said, sometimes I would just completely start something and it just would go left. Like, it would be me because of the insecurities and because of just all the fucking lies you told like you know what i'm saying again i was reflecting on everything i went through before and during my pregnancy and it just spilled the fuck out after because yeah i didn't really have the time to really think about it when i was pregnant and also he and i weren't living together so i didn't have an outlet to fucking get upset with like you know what i'm saying we started living together like kind of like towards the end of my pregnancy and even then i was just kind of like i wasn't really focused on it because i'm like oh he's here you know trying to prove a point to bitches and shit like that he's here he's with me uh, like you know just stupid shit like you know what i mean so after i had her yes it put fire under my ass but i fell into the sunken place the niggas tapped that motherfucking mug whoever tapped that mug they tapped it and the the, the postpartum the, the postpartum depression tapped the mug and the postpartum anxiety tapped that motherfucking mug and a bitch just <gasps> I sank, okay? I motherfucking sunk. <laughs> yo, I can say it now, but yo, at the time, I couldn't. But I always, like, I couldn't even, like, you know, so at the time, I couldn't even fucking grasp on what the fuck it was. And on top of just not having friends, like, you know what I'm saying? And I did reach out to them. And again, we both said that we were all, like, I, we, me and Taurus said we were open to just seeing where it may possibly go but i you know i haven't you know what i mean i haven't spoken to them since and that's fine that's cool and everything like you know what i mean but we said our piece we said what the fuck we said and we got it out on the table i wish i would have did it a year ago maybe a lot of that shit would have been lifted off my chest like maybe i wouldn't have been through so deep in my depression because again the situation with them too affected me just as much as the shit with my baby father like you know what I'm saying? it just wasn't him it was them too like you know what i'm saying but what I'm trying to explain, because, you know, I get a lot of, like, you talk a lot about your baby daddy, because what I'm trying to explain, he has been a consistent person in my life. Even during the rough patch, the most we ever went without talking to each other, because I had him blocked, was like three days. He always, always made it his duty to reach out to me via voicemail, niggas in the cash app, hope you ate today. Like, it was just that he always did that so he's always been a consistent figure in my life we never truly had a break so 
You, you get what I'm trying to say? So, like, he was a punching bag. And, yes, he didn't understand the fact that I was dealing with the postpartum depression. Even though I said, like, y'all, if I deal with postpartum depression, please just don't leave me. And he said he won't, which he didn't. But he didn't understand. So he kind of, like, added fuel to the shit when he would just get frustrated at times. Like, y'all, I don't fucking know. And then he's not the most mature person. Neither, I mean, I wasn't. He, 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 he's not. He's getting there, but he wasn't the most mature person. And then he has a mother that has been enabling this shit. Like, you know, so I don't want to talk bad about her. She has great qualities about her, but she enables the shit that he does. And that's just some real shit. So on top, so imagine all this, like, you know, so you're dealing with all of that. And even his, a lot of his family enable a lot of the shit he does. And he like, he's the type of person that likes to explain shit, but makes him look like he's a victim. And it's like, no we're both victims and we're both and we're both fucking um you and i are both victims and you and i are both adding to the toxic shit like you know what i'm saying i can see it it's just something that he doesn't see and he doesn't have anybody around him to like yo my nigga you're you're fucking that's not right no as far as i'm concerned you know what i'm saying maybe a friend but at the same time like he ain't got nobody that's a fucking real authoritative figure that will check him on his shit. And that's just some real ass shit. And I don't give a fuck if he listens and gets upset. But I don't give a fuck because at the end of the day, like, this is shit I fucking told him. And everybody who has dealt with him, I'm sure they could fucking agree to me. I'm sure they can. I don't give a fuck. I'm sure they can. You didn't go through a thousand bitches for nothing, my nigga. It ain't just you. You ain't the person that got done wrong all the time, my nigga. And that's just some real shit. I, every guy I fucking talked to, and you know, it ended bad because a lot of it was me. I'm a real bitch. I can say it. So, like, you know what I'm saying? I always wanted to just start the podcast after having my daughter, but I was in such a dark place that I'm just like, I don't fucking know. I don't know what to say. I don't want to put myself out there. It's fucking embarrassing that I even fucking, that I even did this shit. But then I'm like, yo bitch how the fuck is embarrassing that you putting your content out there but when you would be mad you go on facebook and spill and give a show like so what's the difference the difference is you won't be doing it in a, in a misplaced anger like yeah some of them podcasts i was pissed especially the one with the mama you got, you got me fucked up because you got me fucked up but like <laughs> But usually in a situation like that, I will fucking go on Facebook for the world to just know. So like, you know what I'm saying? Instead of just doing it in a place of anger, do it in a place of healing. And, you know, I want to shout out my sister, my sister that lives in Atlanta. Um, I don't like saying names, but the second born. I want to shout her out because we were talking about anxiety and power, And I feel like I don't shout her out enough. And I'm going to text her after I'm done with this because she told me about anchor months ago but i was still deep into my depression like i was starting my antidepressant pills which i do want to get off them eventually but in due time y'all in due time they really do help me with my mood and my just anger sometimes like i still get mad but i sometimes be like i'm not i'm not arguing with you my nigga block you know what i'm saying because like i said he's a consistent figure in my life so it's it's him like you know what i'm saying he's just the nigga that like i said he's just the nigga that's just that just gets that just gets the raw me <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And, you know, shout out to him too. But I'm, I'm, I'm about to shout him out. But like, you know, shout out to my sister though. She told me about Anchor. You know what I'm saying? But at the time, I just wasn't in the place of like. I was just wasn't in that place. I was still was healing, and I'm still healing. And don't get it fucked up. 
Because when you're healing, it can go left or right. You know what I'm saying? I'm in the middle of healing. Like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like in life, you're always going to heal. Every human being, you're always going to heal. But don't get it fucked up. The shit could go left or right. You know what I'm saying? Grown me, adult me, Dre, you got everything to lose me. I'm not fighting anyone. But don't get it fucked up either. Like, just because I'm healing does not mean I can't fucking have a regression result back to who the fuck I was. And I just want to make that fucking clear, too, because you know, I'm... I just want to make it fucking clear. A bitch never been scared, and a bitch never been, like, none of that shit. Like I said, win, lose, draw. A bitch was... A bitch bitch did what the fuck she had to do. You know what I'm saying? So, like, don't ever get it fucking twisted. I'm 31 years old, though. You will never see me out here acting the motherfucking fool because I'm 31 years old and I have a fucking baby. She ain't even a baby. I have a one-year-old. Actually, she's a, she's a fucking... She's a, I love her. She's a one-year-old that's watching mommy. And I don't want mommy... I don't want her to think it's normal for mommy to be bugging like how I thought the shit was normal for my mother. That's, I don't want that to happen, you know? And I'm, I'm, I'm putting that shit in the universe. It's not going to happen. No, I ain't perfect. And yes, I'm going to make mistakes along the way because I'm human. But I don't want my baby to think it's normal. But please don't get it fucked up. Please don't get it fucked up. Let's not get let's not get lines twisted here, okay? I'm still that bitch from Marina. Inside. Alright? Take it how the fuck you want to take it. But anyways. Um, so yeah, I wasn't in the place of like healing where I'm at where I could talk about it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just talk about my friends and talk about my mother and talk about the baby daddy journey and shit like that. Because it'll be points in like that where I was still be mad about it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I jokingly say I'm still mad about getting cheated on. Like, yes, I am. And I think I'll probably be mad for a while, but not mad to the point where it's taking over me. Because, like, bitch, you cheated too. So, like, you're just being a fucking selfish bitch. You're acting like a Virgo. Oop. <laughs> Y'all niggas are selfish. I'm sorry. As you fucking should, though. Like, as you fucking should be. But, that's selfish to do like you know what i'm saying so but i'm still growing from that i'm growing from that i'm growing from that it's more like and i'm gonna like i said and when my sister told me about anchor and told me you know what i mean you know do it like i wasn't mature enough to say like i was upset about i'm still kind of like upset about being cheated on i wasn't mature enough to feel like that to say like okay what I did was wrong and I still wasn't mature enough to just say I mean I was saying it but like I mean actually believing it and knowing it like you know what I'm saying and I wasn't mature enough to say like yo I'm really just mad because it's kind of like he pulled a me on me like I swear to god like I really kind of like just figured it out like he pulled a me on me you just fucked the bitch. You know what I'm saying? It was multiple, though. It was multiple. He pulled the me on me. I mean, the shit that I was doing and I saw that he did. I'm like, ah, how fucking dare you? No, bitch, you was doing that, too. You was hiding pictures. You was hiding statuses that that nigga was commenting on. Well, I never hit pictures because that nigga always knew um, baby daddy was a new um, picture. But, um, you was lying, too, girl. You was saying shit. You were saying shit like, yeah, I'm not really fucking with him like that. and Which you probably really wasn't in and, and, and that moment. You know what I'm saying? But, like, he pulled, me, he pulled me on me. So when I seen it, I was just like, <gasps> You guys can't see me, but, like, you know how Macaulay Culkin and Home Alone with the, <gasps> ah, Like, yeah. 
Yeah, bitch, you put a U on you, bitch. Who the fuck you think you are? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. If we really want to, like, get technical, that's what I'm really mad about. A nigga kind of, like, pulled the wool over my eyes. But it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> and it leads me to shout out to him. Like, shout out to my baby daddy. I'm, I'm going to get him up here. I swear to God I am. Once he matures, though, he has to be mature. Like, he's very immature. Like, he is. So, it's like, you're petty. Like, that nigga is petty. But he he fucks up my healing because I be feel like I got to be petty with the nigga. Like, and then when I don't, I feel like I'm losing. Like, it, it's weird. It's weird. That's why I, I got to block him sometimes. Because it's like, you know, fuck all this shit. I'm not doing this with you. But shout out to him for inspiring me. And I've said it before. But shout out to him for inspiring me to record the, the podcast. My sister told me about Anchor. So, yeah, I downloaded it. But shout out to him to, for inspiring me to record the the podcast because <laughs> he didn't invite me to a cookout that I was gonna say no to anyway. Like he didn't give me the option to say no. The nigga just dropped our daughter off to his mother. He picked me up. We did Instacart and shit like that. Um he asked me, I think he asked me if I want to keep the car. I'm just like, nah. Oh he like, I'm going to so-and-so's cookout. I'm like, oh, okay. He said, don't I'm like, you can just drop me off on. Oh, you want to keep the car? Nah, at the time I didn't have a car. I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm good. Like, nah, I'm mad. He goes to get dressed. He leaves. So I'm left in the house by myself with no car, no friends, really. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, I have a best friend. She's Tony's godmother. And, you know, we speak when we do. You know, she's going through a lot right now. And today's actually her birthday. So happy birthday to you, baby. I love you. I do love you. You aggy as fuck. But I love you. And you're a Virgo. <laughs> but I love you. But she's like Virgo Libra, like, vibe. So, like, you know what I'm saying? It ain't, like, how them fucking hardcore Virgos is. Like, I, my brother and shit, you know? So, like, and others. But, um... Yeah, I didn't get an option to say no, so I'm sitting in the fucking house, and I'm just like, yo. And I start crying. I'm just like, yo, I really hate this nigga. Yo, I really do. But then it's like, nah, bitch. Like, this nigga gave you options to, like, get mobile. He just didn't invite you to go. And I'm just home alone with my daughter. I'm like, my daughter's not coming home. She having the time of her life. He's sending me pictures of shit. I'm like, everybody's having fun but me. So I'm like, you know what? I took some chicken legs out. I season them up, let them bitches marinate for a few hours, and I just like, you know what, fuck this shit, y'all. I'm about to just record it and just wing this shit, y'all. And that's what I did. And that was the pilot. So, I didn't release it on that day. I let others hear it, and then that's when they're like, yo, release the shit. And boom, that's what started it. So my initial, like, you know, initial, but like, my overall point of my podcast is to inspire. It may come off as a hot mess. As y'all know, that um, that um, that line kind of like irritated me a little bit. But I just know I'm not the only woman or man who has dealt with some bullshit, who has dealt with infidelities, who has cheated, who has done dumb shit, who has let the world know in a misplaced part of anger, you're all your fucking business, and then you turn around and be with the nigga. Like you know what I'm saying, like. I know I'm not that person. I'm not the only person. And you know what I'm saying? What I want people to do, and that's just with the relationships. And then 
friends how you just fall out with friends whether it's your fault and or their fault or you know it's both y'all faults and then you know you're just kind of hard and then in, 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 in your journey of even after having a baby some women goes through postpartum depression or have really bad anxiety or even if you have really bad anxiety without kids and stuff like that like i'm putting it out there because I know I could be a voice for somebody who just probably can't articulate what the fuck they're feeling at that moment. Like, when I was in that dark place, how I articulated my shit was literally punching either my baby father in his face or, you know how many fucking 65-inch TVs I fucking broke with a fucking hammer just because I didn't, like, yo, I'm like, I'm either gonna kill him or let me just fuck this TV up. Like, and, you know, on the outside looking in, it's like, yo, this bitch is crazy. Like, you know what? Like, my feelings, the shit I was just feeling, like, you know what I'm saying? So that's the point of this podcast is if you're there in that point where you don't know what the fuck you're feeling, hopefully this shit could just be for you. Like, yo, this bitch went through this. I'm still, like I said, I'm currently healing. I still have my anxiety moments. I still get, not, I don't, I don't panic. But I still get moments where I'm just like, oh, my God, what's going on? Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't think I will ever go back to, like, before me. Like, I joked that's how I want to get back to 2020 me. And then, like, nah, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do want to have fun. I want to be a vibe. Like you're saying, I want to catch a vibe. I want to do all of that. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I want to get back to 2020 me because I was, I, was, I was lit. But, like, I would never go back to just unaware Drea like you know what I'm saying I'm so fucking self-aware sometimes it just kind of annoys me like I'm sitting in the fucking car if I notice my doors unlocked I'm locking my car door ASAP like you know what I'm saying just because like I got my daughter in the car like you know what I'm saying I would never I just think that's mom shit though like I would never go back to just like n- not being self-aware and that just kind of like that kind of like fucks with me a little bit too because I just feel like oh is this the anxiety but I just really think it's just mom shit so like and if my mother's please like let me know if that's what you do but like yeah but for those who don't have that fucking voice and yeah i'm speaking mainly with women because i'm a woman but if you're a man and you can relate to this shit too if you feel like you just don't know what it is that you're feeling and the only thing you could fucking do is be angry and just fuck shit up i hope that listening to my podcast refrains you from that refrains you from doing that because it's not cool. It's not cool to be like labeled as crazy and labeled as this and labeled as that. And and then on top of already what you're just feeling emotionally, just what you're just feeling you on top of what everybody else is putting on top of you. It's not fun. It's not fun. So like, I'm just here to tell you guys like, yo, if anybody doesn't know how you feel, I know how you feel. And I'm here for you real talk like you can hit me up on a fucking dm you can fucking reach out to me however like you know what i'm saying i'm here for you even if it's just to like say like yo my nigga i'm just feeling like this i'm not gonna tell you what to do but i'm just like yo this is what i did i went and got therapy i had to realize where the fuck i went wrong at you know the first steps of healing is admitting to where you go wrong admitting to your bullshit and i had to admit that like yo treya like you cannot do certain things. This is what you cannot do. It's not okay to do this. It's not okay to do this. Yeah, you got hurt. Yeah, you were hurt, but like, and I'm not excusing none of the people's who behavior who hurt me, but what did you add to it to make a motherfucker react like that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes it don't, sometimes it's just like a motherfucker just ain't shit, but when you know subconsciously that, like, you ain't perfect, what the fuck did you do? So now you kind of got to, like, realize what you did, realize, realize what you were wrong. Like, with my friends. I know I was a bitch sometimes. I would ghost motherfuckers. I would just, 
Motherfuckers don't want to deal with that. To a point. Now, was it okay for the situation to happen at the baby shower? No. But I understand certain things. You know what I mean? Um, was it okay for my baby father to be double dipping in bitches? You know what I'm saying? And, and, and coming home and fucking, well, not coming home because we weren't living together, but coming and fucking with me? No, that totally was not okay. You know what I mean? But was it okay when you was hiding niggas and shit like that? And yeah, niggas with an S. It was one persistent, but it was niggas with an S. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, that wasn't okay either. But what I'm not, I'm not, like, you know what I'm saying? So, that's just what, that's just some real shit. That's some real shit. To the women who have postpartum depression and, cause it's a, it's a fucking real thing. And don't, and don't let no fucking body tell you it's not. Because it fucking is. The shit is real. Especially, like, yo, it's real. I don't want to say especially after you have your first kid, but the shit is real. I would say especially if you aren't really mentally just, like, stable prior to pregnancy or just not where you want to be prior to pregnancy. Me, I was living with my aunt prior to pregnancy. Then I went to go live with a roommate prior to pregnancy. Then me and my baby daddy, we were still in odds prior and during my pregnancy. So, like, yes... A lot of that, and then my friends, and then, you know, I don't have a family support, and then I'm being a bitch, and then it's just, that shit can add to it and make it worse, you know what I'm saying? So, like, yes, I feel like a lot of that correlates if you were already in something, no matter what it is. It could be any fucking thing, any fucking thing. A lot of the time, it'd be your significant other, unfortunately, but it can be a lot of things or somebody you're close with, but I I personally feel like a lot of the time, it'd be your significant other. But, like, if you already got a lot of shit going on with you and then you have a baby, sometimes it just gets worse. Or sometimes it gets better. You know what I'm saying? But I I do want to give some advice. Don't wallow in your shit. Like, yo, after you have a baby, I know it may be hard. I will go for walks. But then after my car got totaled, that shit really set a fucking deep, 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 deep depression to me because I know I wasn't working. And I was, like, scared to go back out into working because I didn't want to take the bus. And I didn't want to leave my baby. And you know what I mean? It was a lot. So he was working. He was doing everything. And I know he couldn't just buy a fucking car right then and out. So, like, but I do want to tell you guys this, like, don't wallow in your shit. Don't sit in the house and be stuck in your shit like I did. I sat in the fucking house. I didn't leave my fucking house for nothing. I didn't even go to the corner store. I didn't go outside to get fresh air. I didn't go get no vitamin D, which is the sun. I didn't do none of that shit. I stood in the fucking house and would just sit in the fucking house and wallow in my shit. And then I started drinking again. And then I would really just wallow in my shit. I was a happy drunk. I always was a happy drunk. Like my friends would tell you, like, Dre was a happy drunk. Dre was doing the Snapchats. Dre was shoving motherfucking shots down your throat. I was the happy drunk until I started becoming very depressed. And then I was the mean drunk. And then I was the bitch that will, will just look at shit to like, look at shit that I already saw. Think about shit that I already fucking thought about and talked about. And fucking getting mad and fuck shit up. Because I was mad and I was doing it to myself because I was self-sabotaging myself. Self-sabotaging myself. I don't, that shit is all, that's fucking, it sounds, I, it's, the, it's the gram, grammatically wrong. But I don't give a fuck. I'm saying it. Like, I was self-sabotaging. You know what I mean? Don't do that. Get out. Get out. Get out. Get out and do something. Yes, I I rejected, you know, especially his mom's help. Like, she always wants to come over and shit. But, like, 
I just didn't trust her. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was already not fucking with her son. I'm not fucking with you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so unfortunately that's just what it was but like if you have a situation like that where the mother was um enabling the situation but they're they're there for the kids you know what i mean take the help if they want to come over don't just sit in the house with the mom like fuck it i'm gonna just go take a walk that's what i should have did but now that i'm healing and now that i'm mentally stable for the most part like i said don't get it fucked up but now that i'm mentally stable for the most part i can look back and think like okay this is where you went wrong this is where you went wrong you should have just fucking all right, fucking all right. You come in, all right, I'm gonna go take a walk. Call me if anything. Period. Because at the end of the day, I'm not, you know, fuck it. It ain't about me no more. It ain't about none of us no more. It's about her. But enforce your boundaries too. Don't let a motherfucker. Don't let a motherfucker tell you what the fuck you should and shouldn't be doing. Don't let a motherfucker think you're. They just say certain shit about you. Definitely enforce your shit. But there's positive ways to enforce your boundaries. There's positive ways to say certain things. And there's positive ways to handle things. Now, some people may not receive it well. Again, I believe in God, but I'm not going to sit here and preach because that's not who I am. But I would say whatever you believe in, practice that in the moment because some people will really take you there. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. It's still a hard journey, but it's getting better because what you got to keep fighting about the same shit? No. Arguing about the same shit? No. No, the shit gets old. Yeah, bye. I'll, I'll see you later. Maybe. Baby Tony, I love you. <laughs> but that's all I really want to say. You know what I'm saying? I want to have a little... Reiter- I just feel like I got to reiterate a lot of shit. And that's another, I overthink a lot of shit too. But I just feel like I got to reiterate a lot. But, um, yeah. Listen to this one. Listen to this podcast before you listen to any of them any other one of them i say listen to the to this one listen to the pilot and yeah i'll say do it in order but it kind of like okay listen to this one listen to the pilot listen to postpartum shenanigans listen to friendships part one it will give you a great idea of kind of like what i'm saying in this if i'm left out anything I have some grammatical errors. I say a lot of shit like grammatically wrong a little bit sometimes. But I don't give a fuck. I'm a realized bitch. And it's going to be transparent. And I cannot wait until 365 days from today. I'll look back and be like, yo, damn. Look where I started. You know what I'm saying? If I can do it. And this is me. This is Dre. And those who fucking know me personally. And knows my journey. And was there with my journey. And was there through my crazy fucking times. Not even just this shit. I mean, years ago. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? When bitches is out here. You know what I'm saying? When bitches had the motherfucking cans in the socks. You right now, shout out to motherfucking Leo. If you know, you motherfucking know. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you knew me around those times, then you know this shit right here is hella fucking growth. And hella motherfucking just accountability. And hella motherfucking dope for me to fucking do. And if I can fucking do it, so could you. And that's all I got for y'all today. And I will see y'all niggas again next week. Peace out.